Welcome back to the Slightly Daily Podcast. This right here is episode number 77, Slightly L-E-E, Daily. Uh, This episode should be called Completion. (laughs) Yeah, I like that. Um, Episode 77, um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, all that stuff. Um, I don't really have a whole lot to announce. Um, At 200 subscribers on YouTube, I will be doing some kind of little giveaway at 100 under the giveaway. You know, I just got to keep it going. I'm at, it. I'm at like 170 right now. I've gained 70 like this year. That's dope on, on YouTube, man. That's you know? really dope. Congratulations. I appreciate that. Yeah, so yeah, man. I do people, like people like. I feel like you should never downplay, no matter the number, bro. Oh. Like because oh, especially happy, once bro. you get it to a point where you, whenever you first start doing this shit, like a number that you feel like you envisioned it being. Yeah. You know, like that's whenever you would value those 70 even more. You're yes. like, damn, like I remember whenever I was like so happy that I got 70 more. <laughs> yeah. Like one day you'll look and be like, damn, bro, we're at like a million subscribers. Exactly. And you're like, damn, like I think it's doable for know, anybody, for man. Sure. So for shit, sure. before we get into this, man, please introduce yourself. Uh, who are you? Where are you from? We, I, I know where you're from and who yeah, you are, yeah. but you know, to the to the people who don't, man. Yeah, man. Um, and we'll get into this thing. For sure. Uh, I hope. Now, if my mom sees this, it is what it is. I'm smoking <laughs> this, but uh, my name is Mike Carr, man. Uh, I'm from Dixon, Tennessee. So, me and you were just talking a little bit before, mm-hmm. uh, before we were a little off camera or whatever. But yeah, from so from Tennessee, I uh, <clears throat> went played a couple years of uh, basketball at CBU. It's in, it's in Memphis, Tennessee, and then mm-hmm. I transferred to MTSU. Um, didn't end up. You didn't play ball in MT. No, no, no. I just once I got to MT, it was straight much school. Just school, nice. and like music stuff, and um, yeah. Uh, it's crazy too. Like, quick story about MTSU because most people, while I was there, and then like, even since graduating, a lot of people thought I did like that. My major had to do with music or whatever because Same. most of my friends. I was a journalism major. Yeah. So like, I was exercise science major, mm-hmm. but like most of my friends just were in music right know, music business or they were in like engineering or mm-hmm. whatever it is so like it it worked in my favor still yeah. because i you know i was still able to use all those studios and everything because yeah. i know you know like people yeah. needed like vocals or they Absolutely. like whatever it is so hey can you come lay this down can for you me help I'm me like, track it yeah. out yeah, like hell yeah I'll come. i uh so i, I just had a friend who just graduated uh with an audio engineering degree that was his major mm-hmm. and he was, he's someone who, shit, I met him about three years ago, and we've made a bunch of music together. I love him. He's dope. Yeah. He he does, like, EDM and stuff, too, but, like, we've also made rap music together. Just kind of blend it. Yeah. Like, not like... Um, I think they blend pretty seamlessly, though. We we made more, like, lo-fi stuff. Does yeah. that make sense? Like, hey, Bro, you should listen. You know? Whenever we log off of this shit, or we can play while we <laughs> talk, uh, play the song I got called, uh, What's Your Why, bro? That's, like, that... Is it sounds like what you're talking about? Okay. It's like uh, it has like EDM feels yeah. to it, but it's like 
more like lo-fi EDM. Like right. The heavy bass drops. Exactly. Shit, but, but also yeah. he'll go off the deep end and play, play you some shit. Some You're like, super. dude, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like some stuff, like some Bonnaroo yeah, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like you know? Some dead mouse type. Exactly. Just like, like yeah. head banging yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. But so him, uh, we met, you know, through mutual friends and stuff. But whenever he was in school, like we were both in school at the same time, but like, you know, right. he was doing music stuff and I was doing journalism and business. Mm -hmm. I, was, I minored in business. And uh, yeah, just him, he, he was already dope, mm. you know? And that's also another thing too. Like, yeah. don't get me wrong. Good, if you if your soul your spirit tells you hey i need to go to school for music go do it but also you you, you know you, you can do with to. you don't have to yeah no, that's but nice, it's for sure. i'm sure but he also i'm no he sorry he, about that man now you're not to. no you're good man <laughs> he gained a lot of knowledge from it though you know and so how many of your friends went to school for music like um, were they actually like in like music production audio production um, type shit i was it's hard to put like an exact number, like the number mm -hmm. of how many people. But if I had to say like a percentage of my friends who were from MTSU, yeah, I would say at least seventy five percent, bro. Mm. Like, I mean, I definitely had a decent amount of friends in my major, yeah. decent amount of friends who were just of a lot of different majors or whatever yeah. it is, and didn't have anything to do with music at all. But right. it felt like most of the people I hung out with the most, people that I was around the most, were for sure other musicians or people yeah. who did photography people who did journalism yeah especially Dude, whenever i was at so wku that was like the people i was around probably so you were at most. western too yeah that's where i got my master's okay at. okay okay yeah nice so, like and it's crazy because a lot of people who know western kentucky by the way for yeah those. western kentucky yeah. yeah see us we're us being from around here we're like oh wku western <laughs> right. they're probably like western yeah. what western uh montana like you know what i'm saying <laughs> exactly it could be so, anywhere western okay Illinois, so western sorry North. what were you saying you said at western at uh, wku you uh met some met a couple people from there too yeah um no, for sure. Like, so like my time in Bowling Green, bro, it treated me super well. Like my time in Murfreesboro, I loved. My mm -hmm. time in Memphis, I loved. My time, even if I lived in Texas, that was like my first job out of my grad degree. Mm. Like, but uh, Bowling Green has a special place in my heart just because like it's similar as far as the vibe that I had at MTSU. It was a lot. Similar a lot, size city. Yeah. And it was like a lot of... Uh, Cre like a lot more creatives there than I thought was going to really? be there, but I like the creatives there for the most part, like WKU is a big photojournalism school, hmm. so like you would have fit in perfect there because you did journalism, yeah, yeah, and business, you know, right, right. Um, like W, like most of my friends there <clears throat> still had a lot of artist friends, you know, producers here and there, but like a lot of my like Evan, there's a guy Evan Mattingly, he did photojournalism. Shouts out to my guy, Evan Mattingly. Uh, a lot of my photos on my page are mm -hmm. mostly, like the best ones are shot by Evan <laughs> Yeah, Mattingly. yeah. And uh, Just from like shows and stuff or just shows, like photo shoots? Sometimes just photo shoots. Okay. Um, he so, and I met at like this random event that I had to put on uh, with the rec at WKU. Mm -hmm. And he was like one of the main photo journalism dudes there. Yeah, just snapped and you up. He, and we just talked about, we were just talking at the, at the event and we didn't know each other at all we were just talking i had no mm -hmm. idea he even did photography yeah and um we ended up talking about what we did he told me he does photography i was like bro like shit i do music bro yeah. like we should we should link up blah, blah, blah. all right and sure enough we did and like we've been super cool ever since and now like it's cool because like now that i'm out of school you're out of school as well yeah. like yeah it's cool seeing where different people landed you know mm -hmm. like Absolutely. i have friends who landed like evan like he lives 
Evan Dupree, like he, him and Jarius, both yeah. of them, they live in Atlanta now. A did, lot of my friends. Did they move together? Like, did they move? They were like, "Hey, we're moving to Atlanta." Or was that separate? Um, so they, they didn't, li- they didn't move together. Well, like not to live together, right? But like it was like, like crazy. Like most of my, like from Jamie B to my guy Ronnie Soprano to Jazz to Free, all of my guys that, and then Evan and Jerry's, like all of my people who moved down there. It's like they all moved down there with the intent to kind of move as a unit together, mm-hmm. whether they were going to live together or not. They would figure it out kind of like um, some of them ended up living together. Some of them wanted to stay there by themselves. But like that was always kind of what we all had in mind, like at MTSU was like, mm-hmm. we're going to finish here and then we're all going to try to move to Atlanta. And yeah. like, so Atlanta everybody was the else spot. Did Atlanta was me. the Mecca. Like Atlanta was like the spot where it, everyone was trying to migrate to um yeah i guess so um and i feel like mainly because it seemed especially while we were there at mt and i mean it still holds true to this day honestly um but atlanta was while we were there it just felt like it was somewhere almost like a black hollywood on the east is what it felt like it I, still feels like I, I, for I a see lot what of you're us saying. you know I, like I had, attainable you can get right there. It's not too it's far. It's not too far. It's easy. I, so I did a podcast, a Zoom on Zoom with mm-hmm. this guy I met from Instagram from New York. And he, all right, he, he asked me this question because like he was running me down on like, he was in like this, this music scene literally with like all these big people like Designer and Young M.A. Mm-hmm. Like he was like in that scene. Yeah. And in New York, they it's such a big ass city that literally they can be from Brooklyn or the Bronx and it's like a totally different like like you might not even know who the fuck that guy is and it's mm-hmm. only five minutes from here and then he was asking me he was like so do you guys in the south like do you count like big crit one of your own you know what I'm saying like even though he's not from Tennessee I was kind of like I mean I feel that yeah I guess I guess he's like you know, yeah. Our, you know what? Yeah, that was I mean, the I know person. I'm a huge fan. Of that was the crit, person he asked that's me a about. Good, like I've, in in the context of how he means it, I see what you, you're saying. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It's like the South is like this mm-hmm. big thing, but like you go up no, up north or like specifically New York, and it's right. like <laughs> this city is like split up into all these little sections. But yeah. like down here, it's kind of just like no, it's the South. Yeah, it's the South. Yeah, it's <laughs> almost like yeah, because like Kentucky, those, Tennessee, Georgia, like yeah, and you can almost. Uh, like apply that same kind of thinking to like California or even just like right like California for sure I mean then like yeah. the couple states that are really close to it because it's like the Texas even mm-hmm. because those states are so big or those areas are so yeah. big it's so much to them that it feels like it feels like and I've only been to New York once but it, mm-hmm. it I mean it almost feels like the like Bronx and Brooklyn and all these different areas like Manhattan, all these different areas are like completely different worlds. Know, you know what yeah. I'm saying? And like in the South, sure, like Tennessee feels different than Kentucky, than Alabama, yeah. the, but they all kind of feel the same. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I then you can a, drive so quick, like, and get to another state. Right. Like in Texas, bro, whenever I was living there, I tell people all the time, it's changed my whole perspective on driving because <laughs> yeah. it's like you have to, to get from Dallas to even like Austin or from Lubbock where I lived at Texas, yeah. like when I was working at Texas Tech, you 
to get from Lubbock <laughs> to Dallas, bro, it's five hours. Oh my from Lubbock that's all in the, the way same to Houston, state. exactly. I was Lubbock that's to wild. Houston is nine hours, I think, bro, eight or nine hours. So like that, I could drive from Tennessee, damn near all the way down to for sure at least to Atlanta and then some, you know. Holy fuck. Or Kentucky, even further up uh, and all yeah. the way to Atlanta within nine hours. Like yeah. Less than nine hours. So, all right. Let's let's get into this. So, you were a part of that tour. Mm-hmm. That, that, uh, what, what Summer you, Nights. Summer Nights tour. Yeah. Where you, so, I had <clears throat> Young Soul and Cam on here. Yeah. Which was, like, really dope. I, My guys. Yeah. I've been following them for a while. Um, and you too. Just, just, all right. What I was getting at is the... That tour you guys did was so like I admired that so much. That was so fucking awesome. Appreciate that. Bro. That you guys did that. Tell me about like yeah. that experience. Yeah. How that was for you. Yeah, man. Yeah. No, that shit was Because that was bro. so awesome, man. Yeah, it was fun, bro. Um it was like with every other thing you probably hear. We of course our <clears throat> our tour was smaller scale than the you know, the bigger tours you hear about or whatever, but like I feel like some of the stories you hear are much similar, but like there were highs, there were lows, but like the experience alone of being able to put all those shows together and like right. actually do them, you yes. know, like that shit was, I'll never forget that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And that's a memory. It was like, just dope too. Cause all of us, all of us knew each other from MT. Mm-hmm. All of us like, all, in a way, some of us may not have been like, at like super duper close before like all of us knew each other mm-hmm. well but like not each of us had that time to really like hang out with each other right. on like more of an extensive basis you're like, like oh like, he he's dope and he takes it serious hell yeah and he makes he's dope and makes it serious and like right hey let's put our put our money together exactly. put our minds together and like literally how many cities was it exactly. five six we did six states in three weeks six bro. states in three like weeks, dude bro. yeah that's and huge like, no label no label. no tour manager soul was telling me Nothing, about bro. that he like, was like literally <laughs> it was literally like we were all of our own tour managers right like we just would whoever <laughs> it depended on who want, who wanted to do it like send an email or mm-hmm. call this person call the venue like it's, just work it out mm-hmm. and different people will call different places depending on if you knew somebody there or if you didn't know somebody at all it was just like all right who wants to call this one or right whatever it is and like and it was just crazy we just all put the money together figure it out drive down there bro we drove so many hours bro like <laughs> y'all drove to new york we drove oh my from tennessee to new york dude bro. how long was that how many hours I think that was 12 like 12 hours dude gosh like, it was the crazy was that a crazy drive craziest thing, was it like bro. a because y'all went all right that shit was a real road straight trip, through we were in a like an altima or some shit like that we were in a rental car you know how many of y'all drove to new york was it like two cars no bro just like, one it was just the one car i mean it was now, you know, it was what, six of us, I think, who were in, ended up out there. Mm-hmm. But now Evan got there by himself. Mm. I remember that. But I believe the rest of us, bro, like we rode all together. rode together dude. in that car. And <laughs> it was so crazy, dude. Like just because, you know, we're all just taking shifts, driving. Yeah. Like, all right, all I'm gonna drive the night shift, bro. But I'm not driving once it's in the morning. As soon as the sun comes up, I'm <laughs> going to sleep. Or like, all right, bro, I'll drive whenever we wake up. But I gotta sleep right now. Yeah, like, it was just crazy because 
like the time management you really had to yeah. figure that shit out like you have enough energy to do the show and like deliver yeah but make sure <laughs> like the body can only run on so much like badass fast food and, exactly. and gas station Dude. snacks and so shit tell like me that, this bro. bro tell me this the experience of going to a, a foreign state foreign mm -hmm. city New York, you guys were at North Carolina, something yeah, like and that South too. Carolina. South Carolina. Both of them. Tell me Both about performing. Okay, obviously, look, I've I've rapped and performed and, and had performances and shows and stuff too, but like mm -hmm. I haven't reached a point where I've performed in front of strangers. You know, a crowd full of strangers. It's been like my my friends and then maybe right. like two people who I didn't know. And like I'm not uncomfortable on stage. Like I'll rap in front of anyone. You know what I'm saying? I'm not like scared. I don't have stage fright. Mm -hmm. And that's probably, that's just another thing too you develop as an artist. But like, tell me what it was like going to these foreign states and just picking up your mic and just mm -hmm. like, all right, play that shit. And then you look <laughs> out and you're like, yeah. I don't know any of these fuckers here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, for tell sure. me about that, man. Yeah. Um, that's kind of why you do it. Yeah. But like, yeah. No, for sure, bro. That's definitely like, that's a good way to put it. It's definitely why you do it. But like, I feel like for <clears> me, knowing that i mean you put you put the work in kind of for that mm. reason too bro and it also it was also cool to see because city by city or i guess state by state you were seeing you kind of get just knowing being able to read the room like and you that, that kind of comes with just outside of music like that comes with just like being a like a down-to-earth person yeah like being able to read grounded the room, you know being grounded yeah, yeah thank you like I feel like people who are able to be grounded, people who are able to like understand those types of things are able to read the room. They're able mm -hmm. to understand like, all right, well, I had this in mind, but shit, I'm probably going to have to adapt. I need to adapt to this one. Like not to yeah. say, and, you know, because it's your music, it's not yeah. like you're, it's not like you're changing anything like acting you're not acting for a shit like you still want to be yourself. Yeah. And you're going to, yeah. like, it's more so just like, all right, well, this is what I'm going to present first. And then I'm going to show you some other shit too. Yeah. But like knowing city to city, just like, just feeling it out. Cause like sometimes I'll go out and I'll think that this is the song I'm going to do first. Mm -hmm. And That's I'll get a feel too. for a crowd. And I'm like, no, I think I'm going to do this one first now. And you just, yeah. just kind of knowing, I don't know. Just kind of knowing I like, know what you're saying. The arrangement, the arrangement, of fill like, that shit out. So, all right. I've done, which is crazy that COVID's, the COVID shit is happening, but I've done two shows this year. I did one in January, and then I did one in, like, October, and it was, like, very, very small scale. Mm -hmm. I opened up for Seth Barkley. Where? Um, and I did two completely different sets, okay? And Dalton, every time I perform, he's my drummer. Like, I bring yeah. him out. Like, that's no questions asked. And then my friend who I was telling you about who graduated from MT, he's my DJ. Yeah. And, uh, like, that's just who it is. That's just what's happening. Every if if I'm there, I'm bringing them. Like I'm helping them out. But like I did two completely different sets because of like the the setting, the venue is different. The mm -hmm. the the one I just did in October was outside. Yeah. So I was like, okay, and like my the crowds were very 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 small for both of them. Like they there were like ten twenty people. But like yeah, I. Uh, like the one I did in January, it was in it was inside. I don't know. It's just I picked the song because I have like a lot of 
different songs to choose from. Mm-hmm. Every, you know, once you've been doing stuff for so for so long, you're gonna have a you're lot gonna of different ha- shit to choose. You're gonna from. have a big yeah, category, sure. and also I want some songs to sound good whenever Dalton's drumming. You know, exactly. like all right, this one has like a break. This one has like a forty-five second break in it and to he where can just Dal- kind of go off exactly, and that so, kind of also make me catch my breath. To why, like city mm-hmm. to city, got to mm-hmm. kind of know which song to do because exactly, like if we were like further, pretty much the further we got south, the more band members we were able to have. It seemed like, mm. like because <laughs> the <laughs> more driving distance and more feasible it was for different band members yeah, to actually make it to those shows. That is true. Like, if you're not going to be able to pay a band member to come to New York drive. and drive <laughs> there, like, of course they're not going to be able to make it. Yeah, like, man. You expect, like, I wouldn't expect them to, but, yeah. Go ahead. So, no, no, you're good, man. I've, I was just saying, man, I, I I really do admire you guys for fucking doing that shit. Because I basically asked Soul and Cam, I was like, how the fuck did y'all do it? Yeah. And they were like, yeah, we just called them. Bro, and literally just like, called them, bro. Like, it was like, you know, we all said, it, it, it really can't, it also shows you, bro, like, if you want to do something, some mm. things it's going to take a lot longer to do and, like, to actually execute. And that's mm-hmm. fine. But, like, some things, bro, like... If you want to do them, you can do them. You just have just to like go get it. Plan, do, and sometimes people like think of planning as a really daunting ass task, but like it doesn't have to be mm. at all times. Like sometimes, bro, planning isn't even that deep. Like it's not even that thorough. Like it can yeah. just be like with the shows. Like all it was was a few of us getting together, actually getting on a call. Like all right, boom. We know we want to do this. Who's serious? Who's seri- who can we really get on yeah. to do it and say that they're going to do it and actually will go to at least at least 80% of these shows. You yeah. know what I'm saying? We can understand if you miss a couple. Everybody's going to have to maybe miss yeah. one or two. Because school too. School, like we're all like, finishing school. Bro. Uh-huh. I'm still in grad school at the time. Like, mm-hmm. And so, I know Evan was finishing up school. Yeah. I think Maz was finishing up school. That was Evan's like, last semester. Yeah. Because we graduated at the same time. And I remember him because we had that one class together. Yeah. And he had to miss a couple of days. And I was like, bro, like, that's awesome. Every time yeah. I'd see him, I'd be like, dude, like, what's up? Like, tell me about yeah, it. You no, know what I'm saying? It's crazy, bro. For real. I, I mean, same. I had to miss <clears> a couple of days because of that. Like, mm-hmm. And. Of course, that's not why I told the teachers I missed, but that's for sure why I left. <laughs> yeah, you know, because exactly, man. But uh, yeah. So all it right, was, man. It was tight, let's bro. let's take it back just a little bit. How long has Mike Carr been recording music? Because mm-hmm. um, like, look, man, I've listened to the majority of your uh, catalog, at least the Apple Music stuff. Yeah, appreciate and it. I don't want to ca- to call you a rapper would be like disrespectful because like it's yeah there's rap elements hip-hop elements but Mm -hmm. like you're not just a rapper you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so tell me like when did mike carr become mike carr when did mike carr become the recording artist that type of stuff like oh such and such my cousin my little cousin had a mic in his closet like you know (laughs) that type give me like the story yeah you know no for sure um bro i like my first time that i got a mic was I was like 15. Your own mic. My own mic. I was like okay. 15, I remember. I had gotten a little money from working. My first <laughs> job, we were, you're not even, you know, in Tennessee, you're not even supposed to work till you're 16. Yeah, something like so that. I was, yeah. But I, we, I was able to work at this little 
uh, Chicken Spot in Dixon, bro. It's called Good Wings. And they were kind of new at the time. So I got to work when I was 15, and my mom knew yeah. the guy who owned it. So they had um, just let them, they were let them get the a couple city. days yeah, in. Like, let, them, let, them, <laughs> let me get a few days in. Y'all, yeah. y'all can have somebody help. So like I had a little money saved up. And it was only like a $45 FYE mic, bro. It was cheap as hell. <laughs> like, I didn't know what I was really doing. Yeah. I had gotten Had audacity. a computer. I had a little shitty little laptop. computer, bro. Like, was it like a desktop yeah, or a laptop? It was laptop. a desktop. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> bro, it was bad. And then it, I ended up getting a laptop, and it broke, of course. It was like all of these things are hand-me-downs. Like, yeah. from the computer to the laptop, they're mm-hmm. always hand-me-downs. And I just remember that I got the FYE mic, bro. I put – I had – of course, this is in my basketball playing days. Like, this is where basketball was really the, my life mm-hmm. at the time. But I, from probably from, like, age 10 or 11, like, I had a lot of poems that I had written. And mm-hmm. I had a lot of – I always loved to write. You know what I'm saying? Did like, you Were you a reader, too? Yeah. More of a writer. More of a I writer. I like to read. I like to read, yes. Okay. But – now I like to read way more than, I, than it's funny, I man. used to. If if someone, all right, I always say this. If someone was like Austin, everybody, that's just what my people call me. If someone was like Austin, what are you? I would call myself a writer. Yeah, literally. Yeah, like I I say writer more yeah. than I say like I would definitely. I say I don't ever call myself really a rapper. Yeah, but I, I, exactly. I a lot of time I would say artist or say yeah, uh, yeah. But I'll say writer. Often, I am, like, man. Often. Like, I know. For cause sure. Because, like, yeah. So. Because so I, I like to write. Um, if you, I mean, I'm sure you're my homie. So I know you probably, say, like, there are a couple animated videos I have. Yeah, those are dope. Appreciate that. My Very. Guy, Abraham. I was going to get to that later, yeah, but my, we can get into it now. I'll just, I'll, we can get to it later. No, just, go like, ahead. Brush on it. Get like, into my it guy, now. Abe, he makes them. Very, um, very dope. He's, bro, he's so talented. I think he goes to Belmont still. I know he's at least there at some point. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if he's graduated already, mm. but he's crazy dope. And I, he and I would just write these storyboards together. And I have, like, there are some scripts that I have written, bro, like for little kind of like short films I want to do for some of these songs. Mm. I like to, like, I really want to write in just a bevy of ways. I don't want to, yeah. like, of course, I'm always going to write music. Yeah. That will always be there. But, like, I would love to write have scripts. more and more things that are, like, short film. Like, yeah. Like, 20-minute yeah, kind of little yeah. episode Dude, kind of I things. Bro, like, I think that shit would be so tight. It's like, on, like, my make, make-believe bucket list, but I want to write a book. I want to write a bro, novel. you can, bro. Like, I, I would know. love to write. I always, like, I, 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 I will at some point. I haven't, I probably have enough for maybe... 20 30 pages now of mm-hmm. these poems like i want i always said i want to have like a poem book one day mm. like from all those poems i have saved from like early like 11 12 i don't i can't i, I can't say that i have any poems still from yeah. like 10 right, right, or right. whatever there's no but telling still where young. those goes. but like i have for sure some from like 12 13 kind of that age mm-hmm. range and up and i want to have there's a poem book that I had from Tupac. There was Tupac. And it was called uh, Rose Grew from the Concrete. And it's like, it's all these poems that he wrote. And you can see where he like did little, just like little scribbles on the side. And just like little, mm. just like, I don't know, just, you know, uh, like doodling and shit. Yeah, yeah. But it's like one side of the page has his, his real handwriting. So you can kind of just feel that shit more mm-hmm. and then the other side if you can't read it as well has just like in print the you print know? like the type and, yeah cool. and like i want to do pretty much that same thing That's and make it mine and i would 
so I feel you. Like, yeah. like that writing shit just, is like you see deeper that, to me. You see that book right there on the right supermarket? Yeah. That Logic the rapper wrote that. That's tight. It's really dope. He's he's my favorite rapper, and yeah. I kind of just, you know, you have those artists or rappers, actors, athletes, anyone who you just kind of just like with you. resonate, mm-hmm. and anything he does, like I'm I'm gonna give it you a go support. I'm gonna go check it out. Yeah. And he was like, I'm dropping a novel. I was like, the That's fuck, dope, bro. And like, then I saw it at Barnes and Noble. I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna buy this shit. And I'm gonna then, read it. <laughs> so just like how you were saying with the Tupac thing, yeah, like he resonated with you, and you were yeah. like. I'm gonna get this book. I'm yeah, get this poem book for sure, bro. So, that's, all right, that's how it is. So you had some poems yeah. written. You and bought you bought this mic in at 15. Yeah, and, and from there it was pretty much just like I was like, all right, some of these, most of the poems I was wanting to sing, and mm. I like I sang before, you know, like yeah. that was the thing I did as like young, young. Just on your own, were you in like choir or anything like that? Yeah, like you know, singing in the church, church? and stuff like that. Okay. Um, I used to like, I was talking to my cousin right before I got here on the interstate. We talked for an hour before I got here, <laughs> my cousin Eric. And we were, uh, and I was talking about, he was telling, he was like, bro, he's like, why don't you dance no more? He's like, <laughs> bro, like you used to really dance, dance. And yeah. I was like, like, so now I was a kid, bro. I loved Michael Jackson. Like, oh, I still like, do, man. Bro, I used to really dance. I listen to Michael real. Jackson like, like almost every day. Yeah. He's in my library, all in my bro, library. The goat, bro. Like controversial shit. Sure. But the goat, nonetheless. Yeah. And uh, can you separate the art from the artist? But you know, <laughs> but he, uh, but yeah, bro. I used to all kind of dancers, but like I, used, I used to really used to love to dance too. Mm-hmm. When I was way, way younger. So like all that stuff, I was like, all right, I'm just gonna sing it first, and then I have like one of my brothers. Like whenever he would always pick me up, like he would mainly, he would only really listen to rap. Like, he listened to all kinds of shit. All of us mm-hmm. listened to all kinds of music but um i'm the youngest of four so like this particular brother i'm talking about he joey he like listened to way more rap like Mm -hmm. at least and so he so like and he was the one that's closest in age to me so like whenever he would pick me up and we would just ride in his little uh he had this little uh it was like a ford explorer or whatever (laughs) little dark green joint and like he would introduce me to people like outcast like under 3000 mm. is my favorite artist of all time Hell yeah and like he would introduce me different like really really good rap and then like so sometimes i would come in the car i'm thinking i had some good song i was like like a rap, it's a rap song i'm trying mm. to play some like some raps and, and he's like bro don't play no like lame shit in my car no more and like so like <laughs> he always just kind of conditioned me to listen to good music like, no matter what yeah. it was just Not like no bullshit just like, good music yeah, in general. yeah and like so like over time i just rapped more and more and more mm-hmm. and like probably from like 16 to like 18 it was primarily on some rap shit like yeah i had some like lyrics lyrical yeah. shit yeah like, i was trying to just get in a real i was like all right bro, i just want to be on like some lyrical straight mm-hmm. like from punch like it was i was in a punchline phase and then i got into just like storytelling phase and just yeah. like the, just you get, I don't know. And I feel like every, a lot of writers probably have a similar kind of story or whatever, as far as like these different phases they go through to mm. get to like their style, you know, like yeah, yeah, eventually yeah. You, like you kind of just hone in on like, all right, this, my voice sounds best on this type of shit, mm-hmm. whether I'm rapping or whether I'm singing or kind of a mixture of the two, like yeah. whenever I'm in this pocket, my voice sounds good. Whenever I'm riding it like this, it sounds good. And you just kind of figure that shit out as right. you go. But like 
I would say I started really taking it seriously once I got to college. Like once I once I realized I wasn't gonna hoop anymore, once I realized like yeah. that I was going to transfer and I was gonna move on and I wasn't like and like I was comfortable with closing that chapter, like yeah. I was like, bro, like what I'm most passionate about is music. Like yeah. like it like cause that was a constant, like through like different losses from as I was young through different like even whenever I was playing basketball like that was one of the things that kind of kept me if I had a bad game whatever it was yeah. it kind of kept me balanced as far as like not getting too high or too low yeah like, yeah my family always kind of taught me to be like stoic in that way like not be so stoic that you don't show emotion but just mm -hmm. like not if you have a really really say we won a championship bro obviously relish that moment right of course but like know that there's still work to be done you know yeah, what i'm saying it's and not a job's not done <laughs> exactly and if something really fucked up happens to you damn that sucks every emotion is like there's a room for that mm. but like know that like there's light like you know there's hope you know what i'm saying yeah like, and so like i've always kind of been <laughs> grounded again like right, bringing right, that right. shit back i guess just centered in that way just like not ever getting too high or too low on anything and once I realized, bro, that like that hoop shit was over, I was like, all right, well, what's remained constant in my life was music. So like, I'ma just like really try to tackle this shit as much as I possibly can. And like, this is my in in my eyes, in my like mind, this is my plan A. But like, mm. my prac, like I, I've also always been so, like, cause I'm again just going back to my siblings. All like my sister set the bar. She grad. She's a nurse. She graduated. And then my other brother, De like my sister Toya. And then my brother Dell. He graduated college. She was the first one to go to college. My mom and dad didn't even go. Mm. Like, and so she set the bar. All right, cool. Dell. Now he had to do it. Boom. He got. He, now so, he's a pharmacist. As far as your siblings, where do you fall? Like, I'm the youngest. So, oh, see, so like it's like I'm I the have oldest. To, I'm the uh, oldest. Worse, so you, you're the bar setter. So, so look exactly, man. <laughs> so the fact that you're even. Man, it's just crazy. Bro, it's real. For real. Like people like they even if y'all yeah. don't have a really close relationship. Exactly. Your siblings, they look up to you. And like they they're like they're looking they're even if you aren't directly showing mm. them the way, they're even looking at some of the things like, all right, I I he could have done this. I think I'm gonna do this. I needed to hear that too, man. You know what I'm saying? I do. Like from that your shit is from, real, from, bro. from your perspective, because the little bro shit is real. I <laughs> I have a little brother and a little sister. My sister's the youngest, and mm -hmm. I, you know, I, I they're watching. I'm closer to I'm closer to my brother, obviously, because mm -hmm. one, we're closer in age, and two, we're we're boys. So we've always been closer, but like I don't talk to them every day, you know. And I wish I, you know, that's I wish I did you can i can exactly that's exactly what exactly man and both of my my siblings are at mt right now and they yeah. they're doing really dope shit but yeah man i sometimes i i actually don't feel like that i actually don't feel like maybe but you finished college exactly and so they see that that shit like all right it's well, possible it's possible know? for yeah. one all right you have a good like you you're working right you're not like you didn't finish school and bum out right you know and so and sometimes people do that and it's circumstantial so i don't like mm -hmm. knock people for that now if you just bum out <laughs> on some like you just basically put this on yourself that's different yeah but like you didn't do any of that like you gotta like you're good yeah. 
And then, so like, they see that shit too. Yeah. Even if it's like, they want to do something different. Right. It's still like, you still set a bar. Mm. And it's like, all right, well, I'm going to feel, because they would somewhat feel, even if they knew ultimately they're not a failure, they would yeah. still probably somewhat feel a little like, I should have at least went to college or I, yeah. I at least need to go to college because yeah. like they did like so that's how I felt yeah. like I almost felt like it like <clears throat> I almost felt like I had to at least finish the deed like because like because I was the, I'm the bookend like I'm the other bookend yeah and it's like so Dell did it like Toy did it <laughs> Dell did it Joey did it you gotta at least so, so, like you yeah. can't be a failure. Like exactly. you can't just like Man, that's interesting. So they're like and it's like, bro, I'm I look up to them. Right. And like and even if like I said, even if I didn't look up to them, I would still be watching them. Even you know if what I'm they saying? didn't finish. Yeah. You'd they still be like, Whoa, that's so cool. Yeah. Like you know And even and like and even if I they didn't finish and I didn't go, it would it it's just a thing like that mm-hmm. that relationship of older sibling younger sibling people don't realize how like profound that shit really yeah, is man. even if y'all aren't close right and like i understand that every family is different mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying but like i encourage shit i encourage everybody to like stay close with their siblings exactly. because like your siblings can be like some of your very best friends if y'all <laughs> like because like yeah like, nobody knows you They've like your siblings there, do. literally i remember my brother since he was an actual baby yeah you know exactly, like bro that's what i'm saying like an actual baby him, like yeah like, or we're three like, years apart but like i remember him when he was literally in diapers yeah, you know bro. Like, <laughs> as y'all are getting older like three years is just enough to where mm-hmm. like you're say you're 13 he's 10 yeah you can still like rub his head but then like yeah. as you're 16 and <laughs> like, he's 13 oh, now shit. it's like oh shit who the fuck you think you are yeah, bro like taller yeah, now, <laughs> now you're, then you're 24 and 21 it's uh-huh. like damn we're both men like exactly we're young men exactly like, and this is this is kind of dope like let's go get a drink and like that's when let's thing. try to get closer and then bro that's mm-hmm. i don't know it's uh we kind of have even so my last year mm-hmm. of school 2014 was his first year mm-hmm. at mt and liter- there was a couple times where I saw him on campus and I was like, what the fuck? Because, co- you know, college is just, so dude, much. college is another animal, yeah, it's man. it's a lot. Like, the transition from high school to college, I don't care what, you know, middle school to high school is like a big jump or, you know, yeah. elementary to middle is a big jump. But like, no, man, high school to college is. That's a jump. It is a lot, man. You, they're basically like, okay, here you go. Like, here's the keys to your life. Go bro, ahead. you can, bro, in, in you your can life. so easily fuck up. I know. <laughs> bro, and that's kind of what I tell. So literally, fall, bro. every time I see Kobe, my brother, I tell him, I'm just like, Kobe, I know I know it sucks, man, but just finish. Bro, just finish. Literally, that's what I tell my brother. My sister is like a genius. She's yeah. she's really smart. And like, I tell her the same thing. How, what's y'all's age difference? Your sister? Uh, four. We're four okay. years. So oh, her and her. Pretty close yeah, we age. are pretty close. Her and, her and Kobe, Haley and Kobe are... Uh, like 14 months apart yeah type shit you know like less than two years so and like she's doing cheer at mtsu now and like you know That's she's tight. she's involved on that stuff and then but yeah man just the timberlakes yeah the timberlakes <laughs> man um but yeah That's so tight. you said the word hope earlier man tell me the significance yeah. of that word to you yeah bro um 
Man, hope is my brand. Stands for hosts of positive energy. Mm-hmm. Um, we were talking about brands earlier, right before we got on yeah. here and shit. And the skit on your new project, who who is that? Um, Who's so? So did you basically say, "Hey, what does hope mean to you, bro?" And that's how I wanted it to feel, like an okay. interview, basically. Okay. So like, there are all of those people are my siblings. Like, okay. Like that was, bro. For the longest, it's been my like dream. I guess I'll just say yeah, yeah dream yeah, yeah. to like have all of them not necessarily i didn't think it was going to be all on one project mm-hmm. but like i knew i always wanted to one day have each of them on like some, something like good kid mad city yeah like that type like, of stuff like whether it like because yeah. my brother dell can sing my brother joey mm-hmm. he can freestyle and toya she can do a little bit of both probably and she yeah. and she's funny as fuck bro yeah like, and so i just honestly try to take on a little bit of each of them again just going back to that like your little your siblings are yeah. watching shit like like, especially if they have something good to look up to, bro. Like, I look up to them. So, mm-hmm. like, I'm like, well, I like, why? Like, of course, I'm myself. But, I mean, as much as I'm myself, bro, like, I'm every bit of them. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And, and I yeah. rub off on them. Like, that's how it's supposed to be. Right. But, like, I, in a lot of ways, bro, I take on just bits of each of them. And, Though I always thought it would be cool to have them on something of mine, whether it be de- like them singing or rapping on my shit. I never thought that would happen. I knew they mm. wouldn't be down really for that. Yeah, but like, yeah. But I was like, all right, this, in it. Yeah, yeah. And this project is Griot Day Hope. I was trying to, I just want to trace back my lineage, different family stuff. Found out like that the furthest we go, that at least I found out that we that we go back like um, like we have a lot of roots in like the Cameroon, Cameroon and. Like that, just like West Africa, like that, that part, part of Africa, Africa. Like, okay. yeah, like West Africa, and nice. And so, like, a griot is basically you're a member of like class of like of a class of like traveling storytellers, musicians, um, like historians. Basically, you you just mm. basically are like oral traditionalist. You just basically somebody who like takes in all those different stories and like. Yeah, basically all the stories of your mm. culture and shit, and you mm. like you disseminate amongst the masses, and yeah. you like, and you also like the next griot, like you show them, like you tell them those stories so they can yeah. keep telling, like they can keep yeah, yeah. like the legacy Pass going. It down. You know what I'm saying? It's never those stories are never forgotten because I, I mean, I I'm not an expert on it. I've only done so much. Like I, I mean, I've read a lot. But like I can only imagine that a reason they would probably want that is because like that was before probably before the times where they had all the technology to be able to have like like Books. computer and like yeah. written yeah, text yeah. to be able to really document all this shit. Mm-hmm. Like damn, like so that all they had was word. Of, all they had like, is word of mouth. Exactly. Like say your say yeah. your cousin like led a tribe of however many people mm-hmm. to like just like they, Vic- they, victory in victory a war or, or something, or yeah. just like even. Like they were able to start a new community mm. that was a flourishing community, but your cousin started that. Yeah, you know, like that's not something that you see on a movie necessarily, but that's something that is to be for sure recognized and for sure like heralded. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And like I feel like that kind of shit is probably why they have they had griots because they didn't have computers, they didn't have all these. Things how did to you? Like, how did you get? How did you like find out about that word griot? 
bro, like I just just reading, reading, like, reading for That's real. Interesting. Just reading on that culture, like and just West African culture. And I came across the word griot. Okay, I came across like just different, like people's roles within different mm. cultures within West Society. Africa. Yeah, and like, West and Africa. that came about, and I was like, griot, that shit sounds mm. tight. And I saw what it meant. I'm like, damn, bro. Like I feel like if I was like before all of the technology was there or mm. at least available for them, yeah. I would probably be a griot. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I, and, I do. I do and, see what you're saying. And like, so the that's where that part of the album came from. And then like in Africa, one of the, one of the main languages they speak is French. Mm. I took French in college. But, and it's crazy because like, I just feel like now it, it, it could be coincidental, coincidental, but then I part, part of me doesn't feel like it is because I'm like, bro, I took French and that maybe maybe I took it just because that was like what would come natural for me. You know what I'm saying? Maybe, yeah. Maybe that's why I in took your, it. In just your DNA. Yeah, like, exactly. In some way. Yeah. Like, and like that's what subconsciously, the main language is there. That's crazy. So like, so that's where the day comes. Huh. Like that's just us. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And then hope, like so the brand. And so like. But also hope too. Yeah, exactly. But also, also my, like also literally the word hope. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying. So like, it's like basically like the messenger of hope, poet of hope, musician of hope, whatever it is. But like storyteller mm. of hope, basically. Yeah. And I was like, I called my siblings, or I texted them. Mm. Some of them I had to call, but and then it's also three cousins I had, like which are basically like my siblings, my mm. my two cousins, Nish and Jazz, and my cousin D was like my brother and like i had um i just texted some of them called some of them and asked them if they would send me a voice memo yeah yeah just explaining what the word hope means to them hmm. and that was it like i was I, like i some of them if they, they needed a little bit more of a like a nudge i'm like look like i'm trying to put together this project that's yeah. why i'm wanting to do it like and I, it, i'm just kind of gonna weave it in some kind of way if you like if you if so if you don't mind if you if you don't have the time it's cool whatever yeah, whatever yeah, but yeah. like all of them, thank God, like they all ended up sending them to everyone. Me. Every person oh, that's I awesome, asked man. sent it in. It was that's, six people I asked, all six of them sent that's it. That's amazing. Yeah. And they sounded exactly and it's so crazy because I had the songs. Some of them already had completely done. Mm. Um most of them already had completely You had done. some of them like intertwined like in the like the end or the beginning. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I did listen to the project all the way. Yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, man. Um but yeah, like so and that's the craziest part because if you hear, like, LOML, for instance, um, my sister is talking on that song. That's the song that has uh, that animated visual is like me riding the eagle. The eagle. And, yeah. and the eagle is hope. Like, that's what in the mm. story, like, when I was right, like, whenever me and A was writing it, like, that was the thing that I was like, the eagle's name is hope. So, mm. like, so, like, I'm riding, like, the first visual was rooted where the eagle came and it picked me and Ian up. And it saved us. So like hope saved us. And the second one, now we got a better relationship. Now I'm just like, I'm just riding the wave of hope. I'm just basically just riding. We got, she's taking me. And then I see the sunflower. We were deciding between a sunflower and a rose, whether it be mm. like a bed of sunflower, a bed of roses that like yeah. we would, I would, we look down and see and swoop and shit. See, see that right there, what you just explained to me, that's writing. Yes, bro. Like, cause that. You that have is, to understand, like that's a storyline. How like, many things a rose mm -hmm. or a sunflower could represent, exactly. like the symbolism of it, and exactly. the reason we didn't go with a rose is because, like, though a rose is just as beautiful as a sunflower, yeah. 
it can also means like lust or something like that mean, like you know well lo- like, that too for sure yeah, you but know the thing i was like the reason i didn't go with it was because it could also mean like death damn near like because mm. like you mm. you get you put roses a lot of time on, on the, caskets the, yeah, a lot of gravestones gravestone yeah. and stuff like that it could also have a very so, dark so, kind of connotation i guess so the sunflower, sunflower is just bright that means like life out. yeah life okay sun i, I oh, see sun the sun like yeah. like the sun the god like yeah it's and like a sunflower it doesn't have anything no there's nothing negative about a sunflower as far mm-hmm. as how it makes it it can't be spun like in a dark way like I see a, what a you're rose saying. can and also that like a rose if if i'm swooping down and I grab a rose like I'm grabbing that sunflower. That got rose, it's got all those got thorns. The thorns. So that's too, also how yeah. it can be dark, you know. Like mm. so, like with that sunflower, nice and smooth, I can just grab it. And it's, yeah. so, it's because it's so much bigger, and I'm my character is small. Like once I I can just like then go off of hope, like jump off of the eagle, and just like almost using the sunflower as a parachute and also you know what I'm saying also red is like a very intense color yeah and yellow and is just yellow so like, yellow's very open yeah and not intense exactly i mean bro, it sounds very simply put very but like like that's the best way it I is can put it. it is like red is ve- red is so like intense like when i can't remember you hear in like driver's ed class or like mm-hmm. red cars get pulled over more by the yeah, cops like you yeah. know that type of stuff yeah, like that no, was like a good point probably a cop subconsciously might see a red car and be like, like it just looks faster they're like or they might you know yeah. ca- it might catch their eye i don't know yeah. like i don't know what exactly yeah, it is but no, like i, I remember that. that for real that's real bro let, yeah let me grab a beer real quick yeah yeah absolutely uh i mean sure i'll take the water bro i got some uh <laughs> But yeah, man, that shit's how it was, for real. Like, getting them to send those in was, uh, that shit was dope, bro. They each sent them in. My sister, her voice memo, that song, like, was already done. But whenever she sent the voice memo in, like, I was, most of them, as they were sending them in, I was trying to decide, all right, which songs am I going to put them on? Or at least before. You knew you wanted it in there. Yeah, I knew I would use them some kind of way. Because as long as it it was going to be people I love, like as long as they were talking about hope, I could figure it out. That's how I felt. Yeah. But like I had no idea that they would be perfect bro and like they didn't they yeah. had no idea how perfect like they, what each of them they hadn't was. heard the songs before bro like it's and, crazy and my sister like toya the very first thing she said and like i didn't also i didn't say like talk about hosts of positive energy or talk about mm-hmm. like just the word hope like i just said hope just talk about hope and so like she took it as host of positive energy she actually sent me two in she took it as host of positive energy and she also sent me one as just the word like mm-hmm. hope but i use the host of positive energy one because it's like that was tight what she said because she said the first thing was uh when i think about being a host of positive energy i think about being a light in someone's life mm-hmm. and i'm like bro that's like the first line of the course <laughs> in loml is light of my life like that's you know, crazy and they all the rest of them it just they fit so well. Like my brother, Dell, I use him at the intro and I just kind of like, kind of hummed underneath him as he mm-hmm. was talking. And my 
my other brother Joey, like one of the things, that was another one where he sent something in after I'd already done the song. Mm. But like it fit so perfectly. I put him like before the song and then like at the end of the song. Like, yeah. And his is the only one where it's like a skit unto itself, you know? Yeah. And it's just so crazy, bro, because I was talking about him. And I was like, my brother would scoop me from school feeling like one of the cool kids introduced me to artists with something to say so I knew how to weed out the bullshit. Mm -hmm. Like, it's so, just crazy. All right, man. Tell me, all right. So from what I had heard from you, like the uh, the song you got with Evan, mm -hmm. uh, Blanket. Yeah. So yeah. that one's more like some rap shit. Yeah, you yeah. know. So whenever yeah. I tuned in to yeah. to your new project, I was like, okay, you know, I, which I fuck with you as a rapper. When I heard the Griot to Hope project, I was like, I was playing it earlier, just on my yeah. speakers, just shuffling, you know, just watching TV and shit. And I was like, this man is singing, Bruh, yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying? I was yeah, like, yeah. this is like that takes a lot because, like, part two is. Like that's me in a real R and B bag. Bro. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, that's what I started with. I was like, oh, I was like, oh, boom. I know Evan. Let me yeah. shuffle this thing. Yeah. So I, all right. So I've been doing music for about five years, mm -hmm. ish, and I didn't start trying to sing until like the last couple years. Mm -hmm. So basically, what I'm getting at is, dude, is it takes like a certain type of just balls. <laughs> To just say, fuck it, I'm about to just try and sing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, for sure. It takes just, once you get over that, like, kind of, uh, I feel like some it? people almost look at it like, oh, bro, I don't want to come across as looking soft or some that shit. That too. Like, nigga. That's probably bro, what it is. Realize, bro, like, it's just for the you ladies. You were probably made, <laughs> like, you were literally created more than likely <laughs> at the time that your mom and your dad were listening to <laughs> somebody sing mm -hmm. more than likely a dude it could have been a girl too exactly but like, if y'all were probably listening like they were probably listening to some shit some smooth shit exactly sometimes bro niggas ain't fucking to gucci main bro like you know what i'm saying <laughs> like they're not they're not fucking to like and yeah fucking and that's kind of what i like that's not what you usually fucking to bro i, I exactly. apologize for being so like no you're not about it you're or right vulgar, though. Saying, you're right but, you though know, man. it is what it is like you are like a you're lot of right. times bro people want to hear some some shit that's smooth and like Dude, if you that's really... just how it comes sometimes like go ahead um i was just i was just gonna say real quick if you really think about it man the majority of the the cool quote-unquote cool shit that mm -hmm. is cool is people singing? It's melodic, yeah. People, melodic stuff. I mean, mm -hmm. little baby, standing up in you know yeah. that one song. Like yeah. he's he's singing. Yeah, he's like guys, like I know shit. he's little baby, and right. like he's like me, yeah. rapping and shit. Like guys, bro, he's, he's he was singing. On he was that singing shit. to a girl. Yeah, he was really singing. To like too, like he sound really good. You know what like, I'm saying? I bring that song up a lot because like we'll get into these tangents about um, with my friends we'll just be talking about just like that you know this i i personally i'm just like not that hip to like new rap anymore yeah you know what i'm saying but then i'll be like well because like i was in here recording with me and a couple of my friends and like we were just like all right blank slate we're about to make a new song i was like my friend parker who's like my producer and engineer he was like all right, how do we want to start this out? And I was like, honestly, I was talking to my friend Jalen. He's yeah. like the other recording artist. I was like, dude, you just got to be vulnerable. Like, 
Facts. You know what I'm saying? You just got to be vulnerable, bro. I was like, think I was brought up the little baby song. I was yeah. like, dude, this is little baby we're talking about, and this man was singing to a girl, and it's yeah. he's on 101.1 all yeah. the time. Yeah, you know. Yeah, bro, I got some. Whenever we get <laughs> off yeah. here, bro, I got some shit I'm gonna show you, like some early shit, <laughs> but, like that's like pretty much just singing, bro. Like there's yeah. there's um there's a project I have called Kosher. Um, okay, I saw that on Apple too. You've got see, and that's another thing too, bro. You've got like projects. It's not just some SoundCloud shit. That's where I am. Yeah, because I, I'm working on an album right mm -hmm. now, and I say I've my viewers have heard me say this a thousand times, but it might take me six months or six years. Hey, I am not rushing this thing. That's some Dr. Dre shit right there. Literally, man, I'm they not. <laughs> like I've been making beats and stuff, and like. You know, I've had some sessions over here, but nothing's really just been like, oh, that one's going on the album. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, but yeah. So, yeah, man. The reason why you know we got on this whole thing about the singing shit, I was like, damn, this man is really, this man is really singing. Uh, yeah, so, who, um, as far as like the features on there, what, um, mm -hmm. who was on there? <clears throat> so I had on your new. Let's talk about uh, yeah, Griot de Hope. Yeah. So uh. Hold on, let me pull it up. Let me pull it up. Yeah. So we By got. By the way, I'm not looking at the camera. I'm looking at seeing this is a pretty decent game right here. It is actually. One minute left. Yeah. Five five point game. All right. So part two be. with Evan. Yeah. And then we got Terrence six one five. Yeah, that's my guy Ian. Um, uh, he's Shad from Dixon as well. So let's talk about part two. How long ago did you record that? So this set. So Real Day Hope came out 2020. What? What? Yeah. I put out Real Day Hope. Just in September. September. Yeah, so not too long. So ago, how long honestly. ago did September you do 9th. part two? Um, so part two. So remember we had that Capricorn uh, show, right? At right. The top right. of the year. Okay. Uh, yeah. Evan yeah. Yeah. We put that together. You know and what's funny is I did a show in that same venue like the weekend before the right. Riding Hour place. Yeah, I like that spot. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. It's a hit gym. Yeah. It so is. so it you is. guys did the Capricorn yeah. song too. Yeah. Correct. So, well. It was, it was like a little EP. So mm, like, mm, mm, mm. Um, and part two is a part of that. Like, so it's only, a t we call it a little two piece. Like, yeah. Like I came to Evan pretty much with part two. Evan came to me with, I know it hurts. And they both sounded good. Just like bouncing off of each other. Yeah. So we just like packaged them as a little EP. Cause we were both, it was almost like we both like split the song in half. Like yeah. both, each of the songs we were like on them 50, 50. And they just, they sounded good together. together. So like, Part two, um, we did that in January. Um, of this year? Yeah, we did that that okay. song in January. We He and I did it, and I know it hurts, like, right at pretty much the same weekend. And then Evan made that beat, too? Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay, I, I thought I heard the little beat tag. That's yeah. dope. Yeah, yeah, man. Evan, bro, Evan's got some, he's got some slaps, bro, for real. Mm -hmm. And uh, there are some of my, there are a couple songs I have unreleased that are to some of his beats too but nice. he sent i'm uh i can definitely say i'm blessed bro with good friends because like musically uh, i haven't had to use a youtube beat bro probably since Man. like 2014 wonderful maybe. that's like, a, that's all a blessing the beats <laughs> i have are like from either Original. i helped make them or they're mm -hmm. they're made directly for me or at least i know the person who made them like mm. there aren't any beats I I've that. used in like the last six years that are like just I've had to just find them and like just try to like find like t this person type beat or this person type beat like it was like mm -hmm. a lot of the beats in my like my little app are called like 
Mike Carr this, Mike Carr one, Mike Carr two, or like they'll call him something, or it'll be like MC like this. Yeah, you know, like they're for me. So like I'm like, bro, that's a. I, I remember when I first started really doing it, and like kind of taking music a little more, like 16, 17, I'm like, bro, I can't wait to the day where like mm-hmm. people are typing in like Mike Carr type beat, mm-hmm. or like people are sending mm-hmm. these beats, like they're for me, yeah. you know, and like. I'm go. I'm closer to the people wanting to type in the Mike Car type beat, but I'm at least at like people are making beats for me. They're sending yes. shit like to me with me in mind, or making it with me in mind. Like that shit feels good, you know. One, it's it helps develop your sound too, dude. Exactly. That's that's exactly what I was about to say. Is because I, you know, if all right, if if I was a if I was like an artist manager, like an A and R or something, mm-hmm. and then. You know, I, basically, if I was like in charge of a rapper's career, right, I would literally encourage them so much to get off the YouTube beat bullshit and just like one either, hey guys, you can make your own beats. Yeah, only you, only Mike Carr knows what a Mike Carr beat sounds like. Exactly. You know, so that's one. Exactly. And I know that's a tough task. I know it's a, you know that's right. a tough task, right. but yeah, like get out there and. Find these, cause dude, there's just as many rappers out here as there are producers, mm-hmm. who who are at your level. Yeah, you know, and thankfully I'm blessed with two producers who are my friend, like my actual friends. Exactly. Before, the, like one of them was before the music, mm-hmm. like literally. So like we, yeah. I got into the to my rap shit, and then he he was like, man, I I like music too. I think I'm gonna try and make some beats and engineer and mix and stuff. And I was like, okay. Oh, that and works then, and then yeah, yeah that works and yeah. then whenever he started making beats i was like i think i'm gonna try and make some beats too and like yeah. help you help each other learn this, this shit. shit yeah you know <laughs> exactly. seriously yeah, so yeah, like that's, that's like supposed a, to be bro that's a huge thing man yeah that's exactly how it's um, supposed to be for real so part two was january this year yeah evans beat where did you record your part at like uh, do you have your own kind of get up um own studio no nah, not okay. well, i did and then mm-hmm. Some of the stuff I just I, I sold both of my basically all my stuff mm. at that was in like at MTSU days and now I, I nah bro I don't have my own setup I usually will go to some a studio like where I live now there's a studio I go to in Cincinnati uh, every time I come back to Tennessee there's all kinds of places I can mm. record um, and even if I go to Atlanta there's all kinds of places I can record but I do I do plan to have my own little studio set up like really soon too. But um, where did you record like, part your your that nigga part? That shit. Where did you uh, record your part for part two? Um, I recorded part. Like, do you two. remember that session? That studio yeah, bro. session? Yeah, it's so crazy. Uh, that one was actually recorded at Evan's mom's, bro. Like that was a, t- I want to say like a holiday weekend. That was like right deal? at the top of the year. Let me think, bro. We actually might have recorded. No, we recorded part two, and I know it hurts, like around christmas it was like christmas weekend it was like mm. christmas had just passed that weekend New Year's, i was still something like that it was all leading right up into yeah that's mm-hmm. what it was because i remember i was over here at his mom's crib we were all just hanging out over there and we literally did those like in one of the closets like mm-hmm. like at least just laid the vocals down like one of the evan closets. had some stuff and yeah some he equipment. had like a really good mic and like the yeah. little eyeball the, thing that yeah it goes around it so yeah. it doesn't matter really where you are like it kind of kills the noise. oh i know exactly where you're talking like, about it's, those it's, are dope it's dope bro and uh <laughs> yeah like so yeah we recorded that shit in the closet bro at his mom's crib and like just one of the and spare it sounds bedrooms. good too and then he mixed yeah. that shit too yeah fuck yeah, yeah. i want to work man evan mixed well evan 
started he mixed some of part two mm-hmm. the person who mainly mixed and mastered the project was t mcgee like and how do you know t. McGee. how do you know him um shit mtsu uh and that's just his get up. He's an engineer. Like that's what he's he also an artist, bro. And, okay, and okay. T McGee is dope as an artist too. But he McGee. just doesn't put out enough music. I tell him okay. that all the time. He got like I tell him all the time, bro. He's like his voice is like made for auto tune. Like it's <laughs> I'll, I'll tell him all the time. I, I was know like, bro, exactly you, what you're you saying. fucking speak in auto tune. Like his <laughs> like his he's, voice is literally he speaks in g, g he speaks bro, in the chord of g at all time g, bro. Like, <laughs> all the time real. like like that shit is crazy like i don't understand how someone's voice uh, is tailor-made for a like a, a like auto-tune like that yeah like, it's, it's crazy but uh so yeah he makes music himself but so um, he kinda, he's he, mainly an engineer he kind of like, put the final touches on just it all because it also is kind of good to like i said you can you can do the mix and mastering yourself if you, yeah. you know because only you know how you want it to sound. But it's also kind of like almost like industry standard to kind of have someone else mix and master yeah, your like, shit. Like those, like, he, all right, take my ear. Let exactly. me take my ears out of this. You yeah. kind of put some put some touches on that you think would sound. Yeah, good. that's pretty much what we did mm-hmm. with that and, one. Like, and the level, dude, it sounds good. Like it's yeah. it's loud. Yeah, it's it's full. Yeah, it's a full like. It's a good project. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can really tell. Because I even went back and I was kind of like, okay. Some of the songs were recorded, like, different, like, professional studios. Mm -hmm. But you you can't really tell which ones were recorded where they are. They sound like they're... Because T. McGee engineered the entire thing. Yeah. um, I mean, it sounds like we recorded them all in one one spot. Um, So, tell me... I'm just kind of highlighting the features on yeah, here. Yeah. Terrence six one five. Who's that? Yeah. And tell so, me about the what's uh, rooted. Yeah. Rooted. Who made the beat? Where did um, you record that? Tight. How did that song happen? So that song is um so te- so Ian his name is Ian uh okay. te- but uh I'll call him I'll say Terrence for the mm-hmm. sake of this because that's his <laughs> artist name. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, he's from Dixon as well, so he's from my oh, city. Okay. Uh, he's, I think, a couple grade. I think a couple grades below me. I graduated in 2011 high school. I graduated high school in 2011. He graduated, I want to say, 2013. Mm. Um, and Ian, Terrence, um, he and I always kind of have rocked with each other, mm. like, and we just haven't ever gotten a chance to really just like make music together like that but we've always like like supported each other's music yeah and like we both have brands as well and both of our brands like kind of um they they like they they coincide. mesh yeah they yeah. definitely coincide for sure um so like we we always just kind of rock with each other from afar and i think i can't remember what it was oh that's what it was i was wanting to do a show in dixon uh and they got a little venue over there, bro. They got yeah, they got a couple venues down there, bro. Like I'm not gonna lie, the Dixon show I did, uh, the one that we what county is Dixon then? Dixon is the county. Dixon County. Fun okay. fact about Dixon huh. is that so like Dixon County has like the city of Dixon, Burns, Charlotte, and like White Bluff all in it. Like they're all super super small little towns. Okay. Um, but the city of Charlotte. Still in Dixon, so it would have technically been Dixon County. But, like, city of Charlotte was, like, whenever they were trying to, in Tennessee, when they were trying to figure out which, um, 
like states or which uh, not, not fucking states, which city was going to be the capital. Like yeah, Charlotte yeah. was almost chosen as the capital. Really? So like Dixon County was almost the capital wow. of Tennessee. Huh. It's small. Murfreesboro was the capital for like a small period of time. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. But he um huh. so he's from Dixon and we always like I said, we always fucked with each other. And mm-hmm. I remember I was wanting to do a show down there and like that show we did in Dixon, that was like one of my like highest paid shows bro this last year like in 2019 like mm. nice. like brother because we it like it didn't cost to do the show but we were able to because the first one we did we like all we did was uh just they gave us like a bit of the bar or whatever um nice. the second time so you, because so, we so did you, we, you're getting paid to to do this shit man hell yeah that's awesome man the show bro like Dude, that's a we win. To, I know you know, but like, let me just reassure you. Yeah, that's fucking awesome. Bro, I appreciate that. Bro. Like, like seriously, bro. even if it's just a little bit, man. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. No, I would never like. Yeah, but I never take for granted. Like, <laughs> no matter how much or how little we make yeah. at these shows, but like, that was Dixon was believe it or not. Like we, <laughs> like I said, we we did we did a lot of different hmm. areas. Like I did an Atlanta show last year. I did. And I think I did a Carolina show last year. The like best full full forty five minute thirty forty five yeah. minute sets. Yeah, like, like the, in Dixon, the, we did twenty minutes. Mm, okay, but it was like it was like twenty five, twenty twenty five, yeah. like five uh, songs. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I mean, so that was like mm-hmm. she was. It, it felt good. It felt yeah, full, you know what I'm wow. saying. But like it was crazy because the first time we did the show, it was like twenty twenty five seconds. It was still about twenty twenty five, but. We had more leeway, so we, we was up there for a while, mm. bro. Like the, in both times, I remember they they sold out of their their alcohol there at their little barber because like what? people Dixon's so small, bro. If they if, sold if out of alcohol, they sold could out. you imagine if a, if a even yes. just a whiskey dicks bro. in Murfreesboro sold out of alcohol? Bro, we did that at Ridenour for the Capricorn show. Really? Yeah. I believe that actually. That yeah. that, that kind of makes more sense. For the Capricorn show. That's we crazy. Did that at bro. Like we've done that. They were a like, we're out times. of beer. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, bro. Like, and holy shit. They, um, I remember they were like, when y'all coming back? So we were like, we'll come back in like in February. So yeah, we, came, and then COVID. we came back in February. <laughs> that was the last show that I did before like COVID. Yeah. Was, like, uh, I did one late January. January like twenty some twenty eight, so my friend DJ he, <clears throat> long story short, which I mean, yeah. kind of we were talking about at the beginning how, you know, people need people, like it's important for people to like play their role. You know, you need the videographers, you need the producers. Like how we just kind of been saying, my friend DJ he wants to be like the promoter. He wants to be like the venue guy. He at the end of the day he wants to have his own like music festival. So he put on this show, he paid for like the, you know, he paid for the, um, the space, the time and ride an hour for that, uh, that spot, that stage. And like, I was like, DJ, I'll perform for free, bro. Like, you know, I love you. Like, and, uh, so yeah, man, that was a really dope experience. So who made the beat for Rooted? Um, bro, that was, he came, like Ian came to me with that song. So I don't know the person actually who made that beat mm. like he came to me with that one but we it was to, not like a youtube beat. no it wasn't okay, like okay. he knows the person but i just don't know right i don't know that person mm. um so like that one particularly i didn't know the guy but 
he knew who he was. Yeah, yeah. Because um, we we came up with the song for the second show that we did. Because like the show that we did was ca- it was like called like Know Your Roots or some shit like that. Mm. So then we came up with the song Rooted, and he had he had like a part in there where he like in his verse he said catching up with people staying rooted what I've been into whatever. So then I was like, well that's perfect. We don't, we called the shit Rooted, and I just like laid down my verse and then we performed the song like the day but pretty much the day that we finished it we we performed it there mm. um so that was cool and like that's pretty much how that one came together man he came to me with that particular beat once we were trying to make the song for the show and uh yeah that shit was cool bro i fuck with i fuck with rooted really tough like um just because the show we we call it know your roots because it's from our city like never forget where you came from kind of thing was like what the idea was behind the yeah, whole absolutely. show and so like how the song came about just made a lot of sense mm. you know uh tell me about the song you got with rashad b i know you guys have have probably a lot of music together but tell me about somehow and then tell me about uh me my how do you say her name yeah her name is me me so, so tell, tell me about tell yeah. me about the somehow track and then tell me about the loml yeah. track um so somehow that's with my boy uh rashad b jerry's mm-hmm. um yeah bro we got a couple songs know, together uh, yeah but um like i the it's, a, it's no like it's like no secret uh the ongoing issues that we've been facing like none of the like none of those things uh like they're not new issues um as far as like systemic racism and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like, that's pretty much like a, a lot of these songs, some of them. Oh yeah. That were, one, you got deep on that one. Yeah. yeah like what there did are a few you, songs you, where I've like, you got honestly, deep on, I was listening to that. I touch on it, but I don't like harp on it. Oh, only that, but the, like a lot of them. I on that on one it. specifically, before I forget, sorry, you talked mm-hmm. about, you were like talking about educators, how they only make 30, 30 yeah, K. That yeah. was, that was actually that in Corolla bar, Rolla. That, oh, my yeah. fault, my but, fault. Yeah, that's, but that's that, definitely. That bar, um, so my mom is a, my mom's a teacher, my grandma's a teacher, so yeah. I was like, like that resonated with yeah. me. My fault. I, yeah, no, track, no, but I appreciate well, I heard that bar, I was like, I was like, oh shit. Yeah. Cause like that resonated with me cause I grew up single mom in a teacher's salary, you know? No, that so, shit is real. Cause like, uh, I, yeah. like it's like there'd be no doctors if not for the educators. Dude, that's why I was like, there's no telling so how, how, how many the fuck teachers be seeing thirty k right, wages. Let's that's think like, about this. My grandmother was a kindergarten teacher for thirty years. I guarantee you, there was at least one person that she taught that is a doctor today. Exactly. And without my grandmother teaching him when he was five how to tie his damn shoe, Bro, exactly. you know, teaches A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Exactly. Like, he would not be able to save lives. <laughs> and my Bro, grandma, you read. know, my grandma made, my, he's saving lives. My grandma taught him how to fucking read. Exactly, bro. <laughs> like, that's my It's point. crazy, like, man. It's like, that, 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 that bar resonated with me. builders, like, without your foundation, you're oh, nothing. Like, gosh, how can man. you not pay the, that's like, like, I'm uh-huh. sure the. That one, that the, one, man. You know, I, I, I don't know, but <laughs> it, in my mind, it has to, it has to be more expensive to like lay the foundation of your house or surely, or at least. I know what you're saying. You see what I'm saying? So then, if you're building just, a house, like, build that, that concrete slab has got to cost just as much as the rest of the whole yeah, house. Yeah, if not more. Cause if that's not like, more. Like, that is the foundation, mm-hmm. bro. If it's not if it's not sturdy, it's, at some point it's going to fall through. You're just gonna, like, you're going to be taking a bath 
and you're gonna end up <laughs> your ass in the basement exactly, like, exactly man you know what i'm saying or like look this apartment complex right here i'm sit. we're sitting above above people someone else's exactly. living room right now man exactly so if the foundation wasn't right <laughs> exactly. so like bro if we couldn't fucking read bro man you know so like that's, it's what, an, that's, that's how an I've interesting felt, thing bro. Uh, tell me yeah. about tell me about uh, that somehow shit was real though. Like I always felt like was well, somehow I like I said like uh, on the on the hook I was like you love my culture where's the love for me mm. somehow yeah, yeah. you got no place in the land of the free somehow and then I was like they act like they don't fuck with me somehow but I swear they in love with me somehow <laughs> that's it's basically just Man. like they they have no idea how much like Everything. they love us like you know what I'm saying like. Even the people who are doing the oppressing, even like even the overt oppressing, like they have no idea that like, bro, like we we are like in a lot like, of ways like people, we move the culture. Like, like that's exactly what culture. I was about to say. Like, black people set the tone for any culture, man. Exactly. I had this, I literally just had in the last podcast I did. It was a black man from New York, and I was we got into this just he was we were talking about music, and I was like literally. All music genres, besides maybe EDM or country, have been started by black people. Yeah, and even country is debatable because country kind of derives off of like blues and blues rock. Blues and rock. I mean, look, bro. Jimmy yeah. Hendrix, fucking. Chuck, I mean, Chuck Berry, like in the Chuck Rock and Berry, Roll Hall of Fame. I mean, it dude. says literally in a, you can look it up in Rock <laughs> yeah. Roll Hall of Fame. Is like if there's anybody who is <laughs> just the, directly kind of yeah. or somewhat directly responsible for rock and it's, roll, it's Chuck Berry. It's Chuck Berry. Yeah, man. Black. So I mean, yeah. And you know, I Oh, but yeah. That's a whole other thing. The, yeah, that somehow but that's like, yeah, basically that, what that was about. But that bar, man, that's really interesting and I mean <clears throat> fashion music specifically, man. I mean I Let's just look at rap music, the most popular genre of this, and it will be for the next 10 years or whatever, and it has been for the last 10 years. Yeah. Rap music is the most popular genre, and it was created by black people in the mm -hmm. 70s yeah. in New York. Yeah. You know, they literally created a genre, a subgenre of, of music, music. Yeah. From, from taking uh, uh, records, you know what I'm saying? Skipping, skipping the drum break in them. Yeah. Skipping, uh, taking R and B records. Yeah. You know, have you seen? Yeah. Um, there's a show on Netflix the, called. It's like I know the exactly. Get Down. Get Down. Have yeah, you seen? Bro, I've seen dude, every episode. That is a. It's a great show. I don't know how accurate it is, but no, like, I mean, I assume it's, it's, it's pretty, pretty accurate. It's pretty accurate, but like, and they have to put some <clears throat> characters who are fictional. Yeah. But. But they like have like a lot of they have the, like Grandmaster Flash. And yeah, like, like those main characters are like are real. No, those are real people, and, and they they literally pretty accurate. They dog. took drum breaks of the Isley Brothers or whoever, yeah. and they were like, "I'm about to make a hip hop, a hippity hop." Crazy, and like, dude, how do crazy? You, I mean, but yeah, man, that's so, almost like some jail shit, bro. <laughs> just to be that innovative, exactly. like making something out of nothing, like, making. Literally making something out of nothing, like, and then people back then, were, people back then were listening to disco, disco, bro. People, yeah, like I'm talking. Yeah, people were like rollerblading yes. and listening to yes, disco yes. back in that day. Crazy, but yeah, man. Crazy. So, and um, let's get into the the last feature. Me, yeah. How did that track come about? Yeah, well, you know. Um, so shout out my girl Camicia. Uh, she goes by me. She's also from Dixon. Um, wow so this it was cool because i was able to get two people from dixon on the shit and then my guys evan and jarius they're pretty much like 
our collective is mind body soul yeah um so like i'm pretty sure those are my only features on the project like those four and yeah. terrence like yeah so yeah. two people from dixon and then two of my basically my brothers yeah like, that's mind, dope. Body, soul. like so um like with loml it came about like i had so i had my verses and like pretty much the concept there mm. but i knew i wanted how i was singing the song and like how and like and like my first verse to my second one it could have worked with just me but i was like i feel like if if there was a girl in the middle of this it would like tie the story in a little bit better like because mm. like in that second verse how i come in like now i'm sipping henny on cubes to cope with the news told me to meet you in the living room it was just me and you that yeah shit. yeah yeah like i was it, it was more i don't know like it's like well what are you talking about kind of and so like whenever she came in it kind of helped bridge that gap a little bit better and uh and she did her thing bro she's super dope she sounded was, dope. she sounded really good on yeah her. she's fucking she's uh she's way more talented than she probably knows too and she's she's really new into it she's only put out mm. so like she we put out i put out my project on the ninth mm. and she put out her very first single like very first single on the 11th um of september wow so um it's crazy very bro. new yeah like super super new and like i'm grateful because she also on her very first single she put me on her single like as a nice. feature so it's called only you but she can play the guitar um like i can play the guitar some but she's she's like knows how to play the yeah, guitar she's, she's <laughs> nice, bro. like i can play and sing and i can like strum but she's way better at like picking than mm. i am and like she's getting better and better at like scaling and shit bro. Yeah. like she like I, it's crazy because i've kind of because she's so new into it i've kind of and some and her like our moms know each other like our moms are like really good friends actually. oh nice um her and it's so funny because like her mom is way more like 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 uh she's way more expressive and way more like her mom is super funny, like just like a mm. like Outgoing. Misha's funny too, but like yeah, she's more of an extrovert. Mm. That's the word I'm looking yeah, for. Yeah, like, yeah. Miss Deborah is definitely an extrovert. <laughs> Kamisha's funny as well, but she's more of an introvert. You yeah. Know? Okay. Um, she's like this like polar opposite of her mom, but you can see how they still like really really go well together. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's uh it's just cool because I've taken her under my wing in a way, just like she doesn't need me by no stretch of the imagination don't get me wrong but like it's just been cool to still help extend any way hand. i can you know yeah, like just because um i know how difficult it was and i was first trying to figure that shit out mm. so whenever somebody like is like don't worry about it. it's really not that it's not that big of a yeah, deal like, yeah yeah it's it'll come out or it it's gonna it's like certain things whenever it'll be like a little hang up in the process mm. like if it's not the end of the world it, exactly if you've never yeah. done it before you can be like oh my gosh is it, is it gonna come out is it gonna like it'll come out they just gotta get it right you know like yeah little shit like that it's um it's cool whenever you have somebody who kind of knows the process mm. you know and now she knows the process i'll still i'm obviously still here to help and all that Absolutely, stuff but like yeah. now she doesn't need me as much so Fuck it's yeah. cool i like that um favorite song off of your last project man what was uh, what song meant the most to you? Let me ask you that. Yeah. Let me, let me form that question. Better. Yeah, because you know the first. Then I was like, yeah, course, it, it's like the, you're, you're gonna Prince, give a cliche Prince, answer. I, Prince, of course, I can't. Answer Prince that. said it best. Yeah. Every because people ask Prince what's your favorite song or what's your favorite album, and he's like, 
that's like trying to pick who's your favorite child. Exactly. exactly. So what song to you today? All right. Today. What is today? November 25th. Right. Right now in this moment. Let's not think about tomorrow or yesterday. Yeah. What song to you right now is like, man, that, I like that one today. Mm. Mm. It's a tough question. It I know is, I, I hit you with a hard I one. I have to give you like a couple, bro. Uh, but because obviously they're, the, I know that they're yeah. all mean something to you. But like, yeah, for sure. If 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 I was if all right, if a viewer's look re, looking at this and he's like, I kind of want to check this out because they've been talking about this. Yeah. What would be the first song you would tell them to listen to? Track one. Hell yeah, the intro. I mean, rest just of, go, I was just like, go ahead and just be like, bro, play listen, track one. Listen to reciprocity. Yeah, like I. It was a there was a certain energy I came with on mm-hmm. reciprocity that I I, I like you yeah. know what I'm saying and what I'm talking about in the song, um and and reciprocity it almost feels like it's two songs in one two because mm-hmm. the beat switches up, um I would say that it's a tough question. I would say the bookends <laughs> like reciprocity Memphis Egypt and probably LOML like are the ones like okay. if just off the top of my head right yeah, now I got like see if, don't think if, about it if like, I just like was like golf damn, I, would, I would listen to those right now I'll listen to those first and I'll Word. listen to, like I listen to the entire project but yeah. the whole thing is Absolutely. bumping like oh, no, part it, two probably I think is the most popular song that is that's what I was gonna but, say it's more like the poppy stuff yeah but you actually have some songs where you're spitting but most most of it is you singing dude and I admire the, I admire the shit out of that it's dope Appreciate that. Um, yeah, dude. So we're on the tail end of this thing. Hour 20. Hey. Just like that, man. Solid. That shit goes by quick. Yeah. You have anything you want to add? How do you feel about you? How do you feel about the future, man? Anything you want to ask me to kind of give us this last little chapter in this thing, man? Yeah, man. Um, shit, I'll ask you, bro. Like, mm-hmm. like, what made you start wanting to do the podcast? Man, so I love Joe Rogan. And I love like Same. no jumper, which Same. I'm wearing a no jumper yeah, hoodie yeah. right now. But like, I fuck with no jumper too, man. So all right, I love podcasts, but I, like love them. So go ahead. Yeah. It's like a blanket. I yeah. don't know. It's hard to explain. Listening yeah. to other people talk is weird, but it's, it's like having them it's in a so room. It's so comforting. Exactly. Yeah. So essentially, I created Sightly Daily to give. I've also said this. A thousand times but this is like my tagline this is like my mission statement mm-hmm. is to give artists and people not even just artists but it's become mostly artists but just people a platform that's really all it is is just to give people a platform to have two people come and talk um yeah man what made me want to start the podcast man mm. was to give people like you and my friends yeah just to kind of have a place to come and just chat and talk and do some internet stuff. I don't know, man. Yeah. It's, it's like it's not that deep, but yeah. like I mean, sometimes it, you know like, the simplest shit can be deep, and, and then like but, if you know what I'm saying, it's that simple. And 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 it's become something that I really enjoy and I love, and also I I see like a opportunity. I see like a future in this and an opportunity in it. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. I feel like yeah, bro. I can. And, and so more. yeah. Uh, that's that's why I created it. it. Was to give other people a platform. Yeah. And like it's like I said, I see opportunity in it, but also I'm not in it for, for the opportunity. Not necessarily. I am, but I'm not. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm not like I. Be. I'm not in it. Yeah. I should. <laughs> right. Otherwise, what the fuck are you doing? But like right. I'm not in it because I'm just like, all right, man. Uh, hey, I need twenty bucks because mm-hmm. you know, like that's like eventually, 
I'll I'll get it in other ways. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it'll come to me. Yeah. No, for like, sure. Like the financial stuff will come to me. For like sure. I'm not like just trying to be like, all right, man, I need these little microtransactions from such and such and such. No, like essentially why I created this was to have people come sit down, specifically the podcast, come sit down, let's have a conversation and then maybe people will tap in. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Absolutely. And like, man, it, I've so this is episode 77, and I've actually reached a year, a full year of the podcast. Dope. And uh, next weekend, technically. But, like, um, man, in just the 77 episodes, I've had episodes where I have uh, conversations with rappers. Mm-hmm. And I've had episodes where it's just my friends, and we just talk about uh, true crime. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, like yeah. that type of stuff. Like, yeah. We'll talk about Charles Manson or, like, Harry Potter. Which is and, also crazy. You know? Yeah. So yeah, man. Yeah. That's why I created the podcast, and it's really dope, man. It, yeah. If I could, I say this a lot, but I mean it. If I could do a po- one podcast every single day, I would do it. Yeah, it's like Absolutely. fulfilling. And Absolutely. I know you know what it's like doing the podcast too with yeah. your friends, Absolutely. which is really dope. That you have like a a little circle <laughs> and yeah. an inner circle. I kind of don't have that. Uh huh. And. Well, bro, like we've already yeah. said it, but like, bro, you more than welcome to Absolutely, hop man. on the uh, any episode, man. Absolutely, you can be like a regular, not even guest, <laughs> just like a regular, uh, you know. Yeah, absolutely, person, I, man. I fuck with you guys. Just, uh, I admire you. I look up to you guys because you guys are doing this shit. Yeah, appreciate um, that, bro. Yeah, man. Any final words? Man, um, go listen to Griot Hope. Yeah, man, go listen to that shit. Go buy your uh, clothes. You got some. You still got some stuff in stock. Oh uh, yeah, absolutely. I got. I, was, uh, you, I got some shit in my trunk right now. Uh, okay. So, uh, oh, actually, hold on. Let me give you some stickers. Yeah. Yeah. Let me get some stickers, bro. I'll, I'll put it on my uh, on my laptop or on my PlayStation or something. Yeah. Maybe when that PS5 comes out, I'll cop. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, yeah, bro. Not really too much to say, bro. Um. We covered a lot, bro. I, yeah, man. I appreciate anybody who who's tapped in. Mm-hmm. Anybody who has supported me already, I appreciate y'all. Yeah. Um, anybody who's gonna listen to my shit in the future, I appreciate you too. Mm-hmm. Um, man, I just hope everybody who's listening, shit, everybody who's not listening stays healthy. I wish everybody um, mentally safe, happy and holidays. physically, mentally yeah. and physically, absolutely, man. and always, man. Um, yeah bro just uh everybody stay cool i hate i will say man i'm 2020's been kind of crazy <laughs> not kind of crazy a lot of crazy has been like every it's felt like every week um has been something new something you know <laughs> it hasn't it, it, it truly felt like there since kobe it's not felt like a week has man. been off like but just um not to even just be the person who's always got to be positive or some shit. Yeah. But just like, it just sounds to corny, be, but it's not. But it is dude. what it is. It's like, that's just really who I am. Mm-hmm. But like, we've gone through a lot of shit this year. We're probably going to go through more. Mm-hmm. And we will but next like, year and the we year will after. next year too, bro. Like, but like, um, shit, man. Just keep this shit pushing. Keep it pushing. And man. like, know that there is hope, bro. Like, not even just to bring my brand back, but there is hope. There is light. It's a powerful and word. Just, um, Man, whenever shit gets tough, bro, keep your foot on the gas. Like, mm-hmm. know that there's a time and place to, like, kind of feel the little, like, damn, this shit sucks. But, like, don't be down too long. Get back up. Mm. And whenever you high on some shit, whenever shit's going really well for you, know, like, stay grounded. Like, and, man, just keep this shit going, bro. 
Absolutely. Y'all know who this is, man. It's Penzel. And, uh, man, I love everybody, dog. Yeah. I appreciate you coming on. 77, yes, two sevens. The number of completion, man. Two sevens, dog. It's, it's only right that I came on this episode. <laughs>